Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. And today we have... We have Erica Beatty. She is an Ayurvedic health counselor, a living meditation teacher, 200-hour yoga teacher, a brilliant photographer, a self-proclaimed poet, our resident Ayurvedic health expert, and my sister, Erica! Yay! Yay! What's up, dude? Hi, that was quite an intro. You're welcome. Wasn't expecting all that. We really try to embarrass people when they come on. And you like succeeded. Say all of these really, really nice things and make them blush, and I think we accomplished mm-hmm. our goal this morning. Mission accomplished. I meant every word. Um, let's just dive right into it. So, Wednesday Wisdom, our guest Erica, would you like to start it off? Sure. Um, so, my Wednesday Wisdom is to sit with your feelings and allow them to be there. So if you're feeling um, something that you don't want to feel, to just accept it and allow it to be there instead of pushing it away. And also if you're feeling something that you do want to feel, just enjoy it. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. Into it. Corey? Uh, Wednesday Wisdom. Pack an extra shirt when you're in the middle of a fucking heat wave. Um... (laughs) Also, it's kind of weird. So I've been bringing like an extra pair of shorts and an extra shirt mm-hmm. because my knees sweat, which is really <laughs> weird and gross, but also kind of funny. So like if I wear khaki pants, like pu- like my back will be sweating like a normal human. And then from like the knee down, it's just like soaking wet. People are like, what's wrong with you? Bring an extra pair of clothes in a heat wave. You won't regret it. Maybe some of those fancy wipes, yeah. you know, take a little spit bath. <laughs> nice. Wisdom. It's been real hot here. Real hot. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I don't think I stopped sweating all day yesterday. Yeah. It's just a fountain of sweat. What about um, you, wife? My Wednesday wisdom is to incorporate, <coughs> not <coughs> coughing, um, incorporate some meditation into your daily practice. For me, it works best if I do it first thing in the morning. Um, I wake up, have some water, and start meditating. <clears throat> uh, I think that it's really helped me with. Um, interactions with strangers. <laughs> Meditation has? Yes, because sometimes if, um, for example, someone's walking slow in front of me, mm-hmm. normally uh... I would get super freaking agitated and annoyed, but it's helped. In, in those, like that's just one example, in those small little instances, um, it has helped me cool it. And Would you say that you're... Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yes. Cool. Um, and I will just say this now. I was going to save it for the end of the podcast, but I'll just say it now. Um, just say it. I'm just going to say it. Just go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, if you go to the latest picture on our Husband and Wife Talk podcast, I'm doing a give- a giveaway for one free month of Headspace, which is the app I use. So, wow. Yeah. So, head on over to that and comment on why you would like to incorporate some meditation in your life. And you will get a free month of Headspace. Heck yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, today we have Erica, um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about Ayurveda. But before we get into all of the ins and outs of that, I kind of want to know a little bit about how you 
came to be involved with Ayurveda because I've known you a long time and it was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. So maybe you can kind of walk us through how you discovered it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I started doing yoga and meditation when I was like 13 or something. Um, you were ahead of your time. Ahead of my time. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know about Ayurveda until I was like 21. Um, and if you don't know this, Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of surprising that I hadn't heard of it, but I was kind of in a place where I was searching for purpose and direction and I thought about health coaching and so I was like you know searching on Google health coach like what are my options but it all seemed pretty dry and none of it really called out to me Mm -hmm. and then I saw Ayurvedic health counseling and I was like whoa how have I never heard of this like this (laughs) is totally aligned with everything that I've been like studying and right. involved with for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, cool. that's it. Yeah. And from there, what was, what was like the next step? What did you do after that? Um, well, after that, I started searching for schools and okay. I found one actually in the same town of like 3000 people that my dad had just moved to. That's amazing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's meant to be. But it's like a pretty prominent <laughs> yeah, Ayurveda pretty cool. school, if I'm it not is. mistaken, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What's the name of the school? The California College of Ayurveda. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. Very cool. Well, I, uh, I have a little bit of exposure to Ayurveda. My mom was super uh, into it, but as a kid, you kind of like whatever. Like mom, you know. So stop putting tea tree oil on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Giving us these like wellness vitamins. They were just called wellness, you know. But we yeah. always go to the, like the vitamin shop and and get all that stuff. So, so awesome. um, I mean, I'm curious to hear your perspective because you are um, so much younger. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's get started. What's yeah. the uh, so what I got? I I'm asking you, what's the like 15 second elevator pitch? to explaining what Ayurveda is and then, you know, dive in a little bit as to more details. So 15 second elevator pitch, someone's catching you. What's Ayurveda? All right, I'm being timed. Um, (laughs) No, you're not being timed. So Ayurveda is the oldest form of medicine. It's been practiced for over 5,000 years um, and it originates in India. So Ayur (laughs) means life and Veda means knowledge. So it's like the, the knowledge of life. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. Um, but there's so much to go into, so I'll go a little bit deeper because that's pretty, uh, mysterious. Erica said earlier, there's so much to talk about. This has to be a three episode podcast. I mean, uh, we'll definitely have you back. We'll have you back. So in Ayurveda, they believe that everything is made up of the five elements So there's earth, water, fire, air, and ether. Um, And then we all have these elements within us as well. And so everybody has a unique path to health. And in Ayurveda, we try and help you find what that path is. Mm -hmm. Um, So the elements, they form the doshas. And the doshas, Mm -hmm. there's three different ones. So there's... um, Vata, which is ether and air, mm-hmm. kind of expresses like movement and expansion. Um, and ether is space, uh, just in case you didn't know that. Space? Mm-hmm. Space, yeah. I was like outer space you. or just like the space between us? Just space. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then there's pitta, which is fire and water, but 
the water is more like what contains the fire. The ele- or the dosha is mainly fire, hmm. the fire hmm. element. Uh, and then there's kapha, which is earth and water. And that's more grounding and nourishing. Mm. Um, yeah, and so then you kind of, you can find your own dosha and what you are. But within the doshas, there's your natural constitution, which is what you're born with the moment of conception. You have this particular makeup of the elements within you and of the doshas. And then there's your imbalance, which is affected by the seasons, your age, your lifestyle practices, um, what you eat. Like, there's so many different factors involved. And can that be the makeup that you are born with? Can that be kind of changed or adapted? No. Based on how you know? No. How you're grown up and... Mm-mm. So you oh. come in with everything that you already have yes, and that yeah. you already are. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I kind of like that. Yeah. But that's then cool. that's... Then there's Flash your... Flash everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it's not on video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then there's your imbalance. So in Ayurveda, what we're working on doing is um, pacifying the doshas that are in excess in your imbalance to return to your natural constitution and then working from oh. there. Oh. I don't think I've ever heard it explained that way before. Yeah. Because yeah. Erica always says I'm pitta, pitta, pitta. Yes, red hair, freckles, <laughs> New York City, pitta. <laughs> I'm very pitta. What am I? Pitta. <laughs> yeah. But and why, is, why? I don't have red hairs or... Yeah, well, okay, yeah. so when you're looking for someone's constitution... Right. Um... You look at their facial features, their bodily features, um, the like the color, their coloring, their mm-hmm. makeup, and then you also go a little bit deeper. So you can look at like um, their digestion, elimination, sweat, body temperature, sure. um, and then it, it gets pretty in depth. But uh, is that why yeah, I didn't stop sweating yesterday? Yes, and we're also, summer is the pitta season, Season, so it's likely um, that you'll be more aggravated, and it also makes sense that you said that um, you're working on not being impatient when you're walking behind people. Yeah. So it can be extra aggravated because it's summertime, but then that also is something that's innate within you. Yeah. Maybe that's why I've been craving meditation in the Mm. morning, so I'm like, I need to ground myself. And that's another interesting thing is that, um, so people usually tend to crave what makes them imbalanced. So if they're pitta, then they, they may crave like spicy foods, but that doesn't necessarily help. Yeah. But once you start cultivating, yeah, but once you start cultivating more awareness, then you're, you start to crave what makes you imbalance in Mm. balance. So you're not like, in, no, but, but in. in, yeah, ah. what makes you balanced. So you're like, oh, I need meditation because you know what it feels like yeah. to pacify that within you. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. Do human beings innately try to counterbalance the two, all, uh, the doshas? Um, like what's the typical human tendency? I mean, I think it's to move in excess. So not to balance it, but to, uh, to go the other direction. Yeah. To that keep sounds about it. part yeah. of the course for humans. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, so because Corey and I are both Pitta, I know absolutely nothing about astrology, and, like, I know that certain people are supposed to, does that, do, does Ayurveda talk about that, how, like, P- 
pittas are supposed to find um, no. other pittas or vatas or... No, I don't think so, but... Not that I need Ayurveda to give me... You looking for a partner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, validation yeah. that Corey and I are supposed to be together because I know we are, but... Yeah. No, I'm I wondering think... wondering if anyone talks about that. Any... I mean, maybe I haven't read anything about that, but I think any... Um, interaction between any dosha there's always something involved so like if a pitta is dating a kappa the pitta is very motivated and driven and the kappa is more slow and um dragging them along yeah exactly (laughs) so i mean the pitta could be like come on come on and the kappa could be like no i don't want to do that Yeah. yeah so it could maybe even be beneficial that you guys both have that to bounce off of each other yeah Hmm. interesting yeah Yeah. anyway doshas great (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. which i feel like we're doing a disservice by talking only that amount of time about but uh we'll get more in depth on the next episode for sure because i yeah. have so many more questions i want to ask but yeah and then so knowing your dosha like the main way to pacify it is to bring in a lot of ayurveda is about qualities so you look at the elements and then it's broken into qualities so um like say air so say vata that has qualities of uh what do you think do you you know a little bit about vata so like what do you think air and ether what kind of qualities would that be like i don't know so there's it's dry it's cold there's no there's no fire there's no water so there's no moisture there's no heat um it's unstable so it's like mobile because you know it's everywhere oh yeah yeah. so you you kind of start to think of the doshas in that way in terms of qualities and then when you're learning to heal yourself you can bring in opposite qualities to pacify your imbalance Mm -hmm. imbalance so that's like one of the main factors of ayurveda as well with the doshas yeah so you can do that with food or with lifestyle like yeah if you're super vata, you're moving around all the time, then, you know, taking a bath that's moist, grounding, oh. helps yeah. to pacify. Yeah. Because I know that I've asked you this before because you say that my pitta is very strong. Um, and Ayurveda doesn't recommend using ice or really cold mm-hmm. things. But you gave me the free hall pass because I'm so pitta. You're like, mm-hmm. it's okay, you can have a little bit of ice because you need to cool down. That's a secret. That's not supposed to be shared. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah. But, and how you said, like, maybe stay away from some spicy foods. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Corey yesterday, or the other day, um, because he's been so hot and talking about how hot he is, that maybe we need to start incorporating some more cooling foods into your diet to help right. you balance. Yeah. Yeah, so like, can you, maybe cucumbers or something, mm. you know, something moist or cold, start yeah. to think of. Yeah. So. I'm really trying to not be so down on, um, like, I'm really trying to not be so down on the weather because I was complaining about how cold it was for so long. Mm. And I think, I feel like we got cheated out of spring, mm-hmm. which is like oh, for sure my favorite. Yeah, for so sure. We, we just, we went from really, really cold to just like. 110 really degrees with 100 percent humidity yeah so global warming <laughs> um i <laughs> Fake know news. i know we kind of like got off tangent but is there anything else that um is you would like to say about what ayurveda is or the um, importance of ayurveda yeah so i feel like ultimately ayurveda <clears throat> is learning how to take care of yourself and to love yourself um and also just cultivating awareness around what brings balance to your life 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's preventative healthcare, basically. I yeah. mean, there's you can go deeper into it, but at its, like, foundation, um, yeah, just learning how to take care of yourself. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. What would you say are the three most important components or parts of Ayurveda? Like, if you had to pick three. Um, yeah, so definitely self-care is a huge one. Um, and that can be seen, like neti pot which is a nasal wash um eye washing cleansing yourself just anything like that um cultivating awareness is huge so maybe through yoga or meditation just having time to sit back and actually reflect on yourself and your life um and then just love i mean it really comes down to loving yourself and putting yourself first before anything else and knowing how to care for yourself and deepen that relationship. Yeah. It's interesting when you said self-care. Um, I thought you were I thought you were going to talk about um, more of the ways that I think self-care is like taking a bath or reading a book mm-hmm. or meditating or something. But is it you or is it Ayurveda that defines self-care as more um, I can't think of cleansing. a better word. cleansing or like medical, like doing the yeah. eye wash or neti pot or. Um, well, I think I think like incorporating baths and reading is definitely. I don't know. I mean, for me personally, I think of that more as self love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it kind of all blends together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. When I think of doing like self care stuff, it's like mobilizing or rolling out or yeah. coconut oil swishing or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Cool. That, yeah, that answers it for me. Um, and how can people... Yes? Oh, I was just thinking oh. <laughs> um, that lifestyle is also a really big thing. Oh, so, yes. So, like, coming up with, for me, what has helped me, probably one of the biggest ways that Ayurveda has helped me is through routine. Because mm-hmm. I had, slash have, a major vata imbalance, which most people... In our culture do because we're like bombarded by so many things daily and there's television and phones and all of these things that are we're putting into our senses um, but yeah just having a routine and grounding down that has really helped me yeah personally. yeah when we were talking earlier um, before we started recording you talked about how um, important the senses are and to not overindulge on certain Mm, senses um can you talk about that just a little bit yeah so um kind of like how I was saying just now about our culture in this day and age with so much technology we tend to bombard our senses Mm -hmm. so if you think about it like our eyesight we're always looking at our screen like any sort of screen yeah um and then walking through Times Square it's like insane that's the ultimate Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and, you know, watching TV, binge-watching Netflix, we all do it, Um, and, yeah, like, overeating or eating lots of sweets or pizza or whatever it may be, just kind of being mindful and, again, cultivating that awareness around what you're doing and what you're intaking. Yeah, totally. Makes sense. Yeah, because ultimately, we do have to digest everything that comes in through our senses, not just what we eat, mm-hmm. but you know what mm. we see, what we hear, what we smell. So being mindful of what we're putting in them. 
And that's another, you mentioned tea tree oil earlier. Aromatherapy is another yeah. important part because it's your um, sense of smell. So Yeah. So then if someone, because I know oil diffusers are really big right now, mm-hmm. and I, I know of someone who's like, I, I always have my oil diffuser on. Would that be considered an overload if you're mm-hmm. like constantly having your oil diffuser on? Well, I think if it's pleasing, because no matter what, I mean, we are always smelling things, whether we're conscious of it or not. That's very true. <laughs> so um, as long as it's a, a pleasing scent, I mean... Yeah, it could be over overload if, say, it's summertime, your diffuser's on, and you're, you have, like, cinnamon in your diffuser or something, then yeah. that could be aggravating because it's so much heat. Yes. But that's kind of a whole nother yeah, yeah, yeah. layer of it. But in the wintertime. But in the wintertime, that'd be that'd great. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in New York, like, it's not the best smelling of places <laughs> yeah. so to balance out all the city smells a diffuser could be nice it's, awesome. it's not like you're out I've in the fresh air in the forest you know yeah so yeah yeah cool um how can people kind of incorporate ayurvedic practices uh into their lives that maybe aren't like mm. you don't necessarily have to like say that ayurveda has like a clubhouse on it but like what are what are some things that people could do that they don't realize might be Ayurveda. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite ways to look at it is um, being in tune with nature. So maybe like waking up, notice when you wake up and when you go to bed in relation to the sun. Um, so if you're, are you waking up with the sun? That's a really beneficial thing to do and falling asleep with the sun as well. Um, or same with eating. Like, oh, when is your biggest meal? It should be when the sun is at its peak. Because mm-hmm. that's when your digestion's at its peak. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm pretty sure um, I've mentioned that before. Yeah, so really, it's a very intuitive practice, um, science. So if, yeah, just by paying attention to nature and kind of starting to see how you may be in tune with that or out of tune. Interesting. Yeah. It's one of the, um, I, I listened, I've listened to some stuff on sleep recently, and mm. they talk about like sleep therapy is like blackout candles. And mm-hmm. set a schedule. Like, go to bed at the same yeah. time every day. Wake up. At and also, time. like, a nighttime routine. And a sure. morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. What is your... I mean, I'm going to go off a little bit of topic here. What's your morning routine typically look like? I mean, oh, I know yeah, you just moved back one. to New York. But right, like, yeah. What's, I'm, what's I'm your typical... I'm trying to balance my routine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, In a perfect world, I guess. Right, right, right. So, um, wake up generally... Well, here the sun rises at like 5.30 and I'm not waking up at 5.30 right now, (laughs) but maybe around like 7 o'clock, 6.30. Ideally, do some yoga practice and meditation. Um, And then I go right into my self-care practices. So tongue scraping, that's a huge one. Yeah, I've seen... I've been seeing this tongue scraping. You've talked about it, but for some reason I've been seeing more of it recently. And I want to get one. You don't tongue scrape yet? No, I'm sorry. I brush my tongue with no, like, no, my no. toothbrush. That's not good enough. I know, I know. Why? Why isn't it good enough? Why? Well, do we it doesn't need a actually scraper? get it off. You're just kind of like moving it around on your tongue. <laughs> you need to scrape oh, it true. off. And if you use one, you'll see. Oh, Corey, let me see your tongue. No, uh, fast, we're not fast. playing this game. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just curious. Nope. <laughs> the other day he yawned and I was like, "What?" And I've never. Scrape. But he's like made thought maybe because it was coffee. It's just something I'd never mm. mentioned it before. So then I was curious if you're drinking coffee right now. Yeah, it's not 
it's not as um, yellow as it. Not, well, it wasn't and, yellow. It, it was, was not yellow. It wasn't yellow. <laughs> Guys, just, come on. Okay, but that is, it's a thing. I mean, if you look at what you scrape off your tongue, most people, they don't really look. They just scrape it. Um, but you should look at it and notice if there is a color because that's an indication of uh, what dosha is out of balance. Mm. So if it's yellow, Ooh. that would be pitta. Right. And coffee does aggravate pitta. Yeah. So, and what you're scraping off your tongue is ama, which is toxins. Mm-hmm. So all of the, the toxins that aren't digested, they go <sighs> out through your tongue. So you want to scrape that off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or I mean, I coconut oil pulls, so that helps. Yeah. But I need to, yeah. uh, I will get a tongue scraper. Yeah. Scrape it. And then oil pole. Um, so yeah, okay. So back to tongue scraping. And then I like to do my neti pot. Um, and Even when you're not sick, you do a neti pot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. It's, I mean, preventative. Oh, I used to do it almost. I used to do it every day. Yeah. What? Yeah. And it does depend on your dosha as well. Like if you have more kapha in you, then that's more, you have more mucus. It's earth and water. So mm-hmm. um, you have more of that within you. Right. And also like winter, spring months. Um, to do it more, but generally, I mean, you can do it like once a week, hmm. even if you're not sick. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so neti pot. And then once a week, I also like to eye wash. So I put like rose water with a little bit of water and I, in a eye wash cup and then I like blink and wash my eyes out. Hmm. Um, I also have been incorporating dry brushing, which yes. I didn't used to do. Yeah. What's dry brushing? Um, so it's like this bristle type brush and then you, um, move it along your body. So like you're brushing your mm-hmm. body basically mm-hmm. and it scrapes all the dead skin cells off. Oh. Yeah. And then I like to follow it with Abhyanga, which is a self oil massage. Oh, cool. Um, and again, this is also according to doshas. So you can use either sesame, coconut, or like a sunflower oil. Depending. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you rub that on your body and that also the main practice of abhyanga is for grounding and cultivating self-love because the whole time you're just you know loving on yourself loving yourself yeah nice yeah which is true for all of these morning practices or you can do these at any time but just taking care of yourself with the intention of oh i'm cleaning my body i'm taking care of myself i'm loving myself yeah yeah awesome kind of my morning routine wow yeah um just because i don't have an evening routine Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about morning. Let's talk about evening. Yeah. Evening routine? Yeah. Um, and all of these can be switched around if you have more time in the morning or more time at night. I, I, Abhyanga can go either way. So Abhyanga can be really good in the morning if you kind of want to build like a layer of protection as you go throughout your day. Mm. So you're more stable. But if you're having trouble sleeping, then Abhyanga might be perfect to do at, before bed because then it's kind of this like grounding, nourishing aspect that you're bringing in um, to help relax you. Um, yeah, but just <laughs> meditation. Yeah. Uh, I feel like when I of, come home, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, well, something perfect to do at night then is to make sure you dim the lights. So you don't want, like, super bright lights before you're getting ready to bed. Yeah. Getting ready for bed. Um, light a candle. Kind of set the mood. Yeah. That helps a lot of people with sleep issues is having this, like, calming routine before bed. Read a book instead of watching TV. Yeah. Less stimulating. Yeah. Hmm. What about, like, what, what I did last night? We watched a little bit of TV and then I read my book. Yeah, if you gotta do it, I'm sure, but ideally... Is that okay? Like, Westworld's really good. (laughs) 
But it is really good. So does it um, soothe your mind or does it... Oh, Is it enticing? Like, do you become stimulated from watching it? Yeah. I think think that's also... I've been thinking a lot about how we kind of numb ourselves through, for example, scrolling through Instagram or, like, looking at our phones. I recently got a new phone and I rearranged some stuff and kind of hidden some of the things. Like, for example, my... Um, email is not on my home screen mm. anymore. It's like hidden nice. in. Uh, Ooh, dangerous. What? It, <laughs> well, I would never check it. I would never check it. Or I have to be aware when I right. check it because it's not something I see every second. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So this balance of numbing ourselves <laughs> through looking at screens, whether it be TV, computer, or phone, or is it something that I need to soothe myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> I mean. Also, just being conscious, like, going back to the watching TV before bed, if you're watching something that's really exciting versus, like, watching Bob Ross or something that (laughs) is like, oh, I'm getting ready for bed by watching this. Like, you're still putting things in Mm. through your senses, but it's more mindful and with intention. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason, like, so I I always want to watch movies, Mm -hmm. um, which is hard because this one over here falls asleep or gets kind of tired. I mean, I fall asleep, too. But um, when I watch movies, I'm kind of like, it's kind of a twofold thing for me. Like I'm studying it mm-hmm. and I'm watching how they do things and I'm like learning. Right. And I'm also enjoying it. But when it's just like stuff I've seen before, like part of my morning routine that makes me like happy is watching The Office. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like watch it. I just kind of mm-hmm. have it on because I know, you know, I like listen to it. Yeah. Um, if that's something that brings me joy, like is that okay? Or is it like overstimulation? Like do you have a thought on that? Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be overstimulation. For sure. Um, but at the same time, if it's increasing joy in your sure. life and um, a sense of familiarity, then, mm. I mean, that's up to you to weigh whether you think it's beneficial or not. Yeah. Because ultimately, you're the one that knows. Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. Usually, if I'm, like, alone when I wake up or if she's gone, like, the first thing I do is put a podcast on and, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have quiet. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't really sit with my thoughts a lot. Right. I have a hard time with that too. You and know. my my health coach Robin, who I've mentioned before, is like Alex. You gotta get stuff out of your ears. Like stop putting mm-hmm. your headphones in. Like you need to be in quiet. Yeah. Because and w- same thing when I come if I come home and I'm the only one here, I'm like I gotta put noise on. Mm-hmm. Um. And another reason why meditation has helped me so much. Um. And is very challenging for me is because I'm not used to not having silence. Right. Um, yeah, silence is kind of hard. It is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's why it's good to practice it, too, because mm-hmm. it gets easier. Yeah. Um, when I did my yoga teacher training, uh, we did, I think it was like, we were in silence for the first three hours of our day. Maybe more. Maybe it was like four hours. Wow. Yeah. And Everybody, I, like, you went to eat breakfast, you went to do everything, mm-hmm. and it was all in silence. Yeah. Interesting. We went to yoga, even. Did people still, like, wave at each other? Well, I mean, some people, yeah. Like, some people were even talking secretly. <laughs> um, because they couldn't, they couldn't not. Yeah. Um. And it's not necessarily like, oh, you're in trouble because you're talking, or, oh, that's bad, you're talking. But it's more, are you being mindful? Like, is mm. what you're saying you really need to say it and why <clears throat> yeah mm. what is the reasoning behind it interesting and they suggested for us to write in our journals when we want to speak um and oh wow yeah just that's powerful reflective mm-hmm. was it you that asked me recently would you go on a silent retreat or was that 
I mean, that sounds like something I would say, but no, it wasn't me. It must, it must, I can't remember who it was. Oh, I was talking to Jody, our mm, stepmom, mm-hmm. and she asked if I, because if, her friend goes on these retreats, um, and I was like, I don't know if I could ever go on a silent retreat. I would love to. Not because I like love talking, but I think because I just, I'm such an auditory person, mm-hmm. that noise and sound, it just, it's just Well, we find comfort in it, too. Yeah. We're not used to, it's very, like, stark contrast with our culture. Yeah. I mean, we're always, again, the sensory yeah. stimulation. Yeah. So. And speaking of culture, you mentioned earlier, like, Netflix binging. Mm-hmm. Someone could be listening and saying, well, Netflix binging is soothing to me, so I'm going to keep doing right. it. Right. What would your response be to that? Um, is it really soothing? Or, or is it numbing? numbing? Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I, I feel like, sure. yeah, exactly. And that's why meditation and yoga are huge parts of Ayurveda because you do have to connect with yourself on a deeper level instead of just like your superficial yeah. reality and, yeah. and really start to, to figure out, oh, what is beneficial to me and what is just my mind telling yeah. me something yeah. that I want to hear. We were, awesome. uh, we were just a quick sidebar. We were on yeah. a hike the other day, and I found myself like really enjoying like how quiet it was and mm. thinking about like, yeah, like you know, millions of years ago, that land was like still there mm. and oh. just quiet. Yeah. yeah, like you couldn't you couldn't hear anything except for animal sounds. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. But even there, there were like helicopters flying mm. over, and I was like, people kind of passing us. Yeah, yeah. but just thinking about like you know tribes people like running barefoot like hunting i'm like that's what Mm. humans were like Mm -hmm. born to do you know so it's kind of we're in this weird time where like we're not running naked barefoot you know we're in our last like you know it's i don't know it's kind of crazy but yeah uh, yeah and kind of going back to the doshas i mean um it's very vata of our culture is like where we have all the stimulation right we have all these sounds and so it kind of gets us out of, out of whack, whereas, like, water and earth, that's very grounding, like, kappa, um, very soothing to us, and we have nourishment through that versus, like, overactivity, and we kind of lose that mm. nourishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, usually we end with what made you laugh the most and what's the most stupid or embarrassing thing you've done, but our... Oh... Do you want to uh, talk? Maybe that can be in your rosebud thorn? Sure. It doesn't have to be. Okay. It's not. Okay. <laughs> um, so we talked about all these ways that you can incorporate things into your practice. And um, Erica has decided to help people with that. Yeah. So I am a pretty creative person. I have all of these <clears throat> ideas in my head. Um, and then one of them, I decided to explore more and try to actually create <laughs> instead of just think about. Um, so I am in the midst of creating an Ayurvedic oracle deck, which I'm very excited about. Um, and it's basically just an interactive tool for you to learn how to incorporate Ayurveda into your life. Um, it doesn't really talk about the doshas very much, but it does talk about healthy eating guidelines, so becoming more aware of your eating habits. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives some reflection, exercises, journaling. Uh, we talk about 
lifestyle practices you can incorporate, sensory therapies, and also playful activities that you can do to explore Ayurveda. Yeah. And so it's a deck of cards that you can draw (laughs) as much or as little as you wish. Yeah, yeah. Once a day, once a week. Yeah, so when I was in school um, doing my internship as an Ayurvedic health counselor, I was like, this would be really great for people to have access to all of this on their own. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had the idea of maybe someone can choose one to three cards a week and they can start incorporating those practices. I love it. So say you pull like, uh, use a neti pot, um, chew your food and go to bed by 10 p.m. Then you can work on incorporating those in the week or if it feels like too much, maybe choose one less. Yeah. Um, Sure. Or if you already do some of those, choose another one. Yeah. And if, if someone sets monthly intentions, I can grab like five or six and then do it for the month. Totally, yeah. And I you can freaking also, can't wait for this. Yeah, yeah and you can exciting. separate it into categories too. Like if you want to just focus on healthy eating guidelines for a month yeah. or however long, oh. you can do that as well. So. I'm so excited for this. Not because I am a proud sister, which I am, mm-hmm. but I just think that that's such a easy, tangible way for people to incorporate this thing, thing meaning Ayurveda, that we don't, a lot of people don't really know about. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it just makes it seem, just pulling a card out of a deck and working on it gives, for me, it just gives the act a lot of less, like a lot, a lot less stress Mm -hmm. than I think, rather than, yeah, rather than someone just saying, you need to do this, you need to tongue scrape every single day, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm super excited for this. Yeah, and it's also art. So we hired this beautiful yeah. artist to create them. Oh, so man. it's something really amazing to look at. And you can like set it on your fridge for a reminder or yeah. next to your bed or whatever, wherever you want it. You'll have to show Corey some of the pictures. I'm she excited. was showing me some of them. Yeah. They're gorgeous. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I can't wait. How many yeah. cards are going to be in the deck? 65. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. those won't be out until maybe September. We'll see. All right. Ooh, yeah, I can't stay wait. Tuned. I'm excited. Yay. Yeah. Let's wrap this um, thing up. Okay. So Erica has requested that we play Rose Thornbud. Yep. So Rose meaning some that we're deciding that within the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing that's happened to you, Thorn, the worst thing that happened to you, and Bud, what you're most looking forward to. Yeah. Corey, you want to start us off? Yes. What is my <clears throat> Rose? Um, I had a show, uh, that I produced drop on the internet, uh, this week. That was really exciting. Which was? Uh, it's called 100 and Real with Mr. Ray. 100 and Real. It's on the WeTV YouTube channel. You can check Amazing. that out. There's six episodes, I think. Can people find it through your Instagram Yeah, or if they website? follow us on Instagram, um, we are at, uh, H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O Creative. Ooh, We've done a little bit of rebranding changed. recently. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Thorn would be, um, rebranding, uh, has come with like a, not a, not stress, just like really racking my brain and like pinpointing, like, what am I doing? You know, kind of, mm-hmm. um, figuring all of that out, um, and doing the work to kind of do a self-assessment has been kind of hard, but, um, also like rewarding, but I, Thorn, it's not really like a big Thorn, it's like a little mm-hmm. one. And then Bud would be, um, we have a lot of stuff. Sorry, I keep laughing because you've adjusted the mic and it's literally right in front of my face and I'm like having to do, like look yeah. over. You can put it down. You can adjust the mic on your own. Well, I didn't. You... Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Alex just broke the oh, mic. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. No. And then Bud would be <clears throat> something I'm looking forward to. to. Um, yeah. We have a lot of things coming up that uh, I can't really talk about right now because they're kind of in the works. But I, there's a lot of really cool things happening um, with my business, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Erica? Yes, sure. So my rose would probably be moving to New York City. Hey. Yay. Yeah. I, just kidding. That, I changed mine. That's mine. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was one day in particular where we met up and Alex and I, and we went to a cafe and went to the movies and got to walk yeah. around the city, ate pizza with everyone on the rooftop, watched the sunset. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty epic. Yeah. Definitely a, a rose. Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, my thorn would probably be moving to New York City. <laughs> um, it's been a lot of stimulation. I was just doing a yoga retreat for two months in the woods, <laughs> the mountains. So it's, um, I'm wow. adjusting. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that's been a little difficult. Um, and then my bud is moving to New York City. <laughs> I'm really excited for everything the future holds. So, yeah. 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 Very cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Happy to have you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, I think definitely my rose is having you here. It's Mm. very exciting. Um, But also, Corey originally said that his thorn was being very sore from our hike. And then Mm. I thought, oh, Mm. yeah, that's my rose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed getting out of the city and breathing and being in nature. Um, Erica has taught me the importance of nature bathing and Mm. how it's very important. And my again my health coach robin has mentioned to me you need to get out of the city at least once a month just to breathe and be in nature because every time i'm around nature i feel at peace and at home Mm um and it was just obviously if you know me you know i love exercising so anything being active i really enjoy um my thorn is blank i'm not sure wow your life is amazing no (laughs) oh yeah no i was gonna mention how i (laughs) not really that big of a deal I can't think of anything um but I've decided to get my armpits waxed or sugared oh. and so I have to grow it out and it's driving me freaking nuts and I can't wait Sexy. to yeah <laughs> and yesterday I was smelling real bad yeah. and I think that's why men smell so bad it's because the odor just gets stuck in their hair and I can't wait to get my armpits sugared. Mm. <laughs> anyway bud <laughs> um Yesterday, uh, or last week, I applied for some new jobs, um, and I'm planning to continue that and reach out, and I'm connecting more with my dance side and less of my um, yoga and CrossFit and all that side, and it's a little scary because I just haven't really been on that side of my life as much as I would like to. But it's also exciting, and um, that is my bud. Hey, awesome. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Beautiful. Erica, yeah. thank you so much thank for you. sitting down with us. Mm. I totally forgot to mention in the beginning, but this is the first of our summer series. Erica, thank you for um, being our first expert on life, and specifically Ayurveda. This is really exciting and helped me learn a lot. And I, I'm sure yeah, everybody else learned. Definitely looking internally a little bit after this conversation. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, Very thanks cool. for having me. Yeah. I'm so happy. We definitely will have to have a part two and three and, <laughs> three and four and five. I'll just join the podcast. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. <laughs> podcast, so um, if people want to find you, uh, where, where can they find you? 
Um, they can go to Erica period Corinne on Instagram. Um, I also have a Facebook page that I just opened up called The Guiding Elements. So you can go there as well. And an Instagram page. And an Instagram page, yeah, The Guiding, Guiding Elements. elements. Mm-hmm. Is that, that, that's at The Guiding Elements? Yeah. Cool. Okay. And that, you know, that's more of your card, your that's business. That's more of, right. That's just kind of starting up, so. Very cool. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Dancing Ginger Alex on Instagram and my website, DancingGinger.com. You can find me uh, I'm at Corey underscore Lauren on Instagram. Lots of fun camera and family and animal and party <laughs> stuff. Uh, you can find my production company, The Hallelu Creative, who sponsors this podcast at H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O Creative. And don't ask me how to spell creative because I I can't. Um, Also, reminder, if you want a free month of meditation, head over to my, um, not my, I'm sorry, our most recent Instagram post on husband and wife talk um, and for a free month of Headspace. All right. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. All right, guys. Well, until next time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.